0: Better. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking in the dark. I'm Ronan. and this is Natasha. And we are on the line from Zimbabwe.
1: In the dark, however, because we currently have no power.
0: Which is quite a common occurrence these days, but uh,
1: it is. we We do we are lucky enough to be on a grid with solar, which means we're not on the grid.
0: <laughs> Means we have solar. <laughs>
1: Means we have solar power.
0: Uh, Underperforming solar power.
1: But apparently our panels are not big enough and it was a cloudy day. Did you know, it makes sense, but I hadn't realized since I moved to Zimbabwe that solar power doesn't charge if it's a cloudy day. How did
0: you realize this?
1: Just, I don't know, I just never really thought about, I didn't think it through. Well,
0: you want anyway. to explain to you how solar panels work?
1: Maybe, maybe, should we start there? That's a good, that's a good introduction <laughs> to the podcast.
0: People think this is a physics-based podcast, but anyway. No, we'll
1: get sil- into the politics and the dramas. P-time
0: silicon. It's a layer of P-type silicon, from what I understand.
1: What's a P-type silicon? Uh,
0: now you're stretching my remembering skills, but I believe it's a silicon where there's a positive charge because there's an electron missing... And then the sun's energy will actually push one of the electrons from another silicon, so jump it across onto that one, and make a void itself. And as it does that, so that hole will just keeps moving back through the layer. Does that make sense? No. And then so the it electrons d- jump d- Definitely
1: in. doesn't make sense because to anyone without a science background, I don't understand. I think like ninety percent of the words that you just said. Anyway. Anyway,
0: the sun comes down. Mm-hmm. The electrons jump into the spaces that have been left for them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then those electrons moving creates a current which generates electricity, which is the electricity. All so right. the sun's rays make the electricity.
1: So this well, makes sense energy. that it was raining all day and we still have no electricity, but this is now, what, the third or the fourth night in a row where we don't We've have power? We've been on rations. Last night, we just gradually started turning everything off until we were completely in the dark. So we started by turning the fridge off, then most of the lights, then all of the lights, then all of the PowerPoints, well, until... I a t-
0: I had, we watched something on the TV, isn't Yeah, it? we turned that off as well. Then I got excited, turned on the Xbox, and then the whole thing shut down. So that was the end of the Xbox and the TV.
1: At some point, we were left only with the internet, and then the internet didn't work. So do you know what I decided to do? I went to bed. Because it turns out when there's no power, there ain't that much to do. (laughs) Except record a podcast.
0: And drinking duck, I guess. Well, I like (laughs) that. She's used to
1: that. What are you drinking,
0: man? It's a delicious gin herbal from South Africa uh, with a pink tonic.
1: Yeah. I mean, does anyone drink pink tonics with their gin? I feel like that's just a Zimbabwean thing, why? Because there are no other tonics available. There is. Oh, there are now. White blue tonics. (laughs) Yes, No other non-coloured tonics. No, no, I saw today.
0: For the first time in weeks, there's new tonics back in the store, so. there you go. So I will have to stock up. I I think we need to build a bunker here, just so you can stock up on all your own supplies.
1: We We could use the garage, I suppose. Anyway, we're digressing here, so we've gone through the, the physics of the solar power um, and why why we're in the dark. Yeah, correct. We've gone through that. But um, I think it would be interesting also if you could tell that story about someone that you know um, who fled to Mozambique one time.
0: Someone that I know? No, this is a colleague of mine. He... No,
1: that's too much information. It's someone that you know.
0: I have hundreds and hundreds of colleagues. Okay. So, um, this inconspicuous, unnamed colleague called C. Macavuti.
1: Sylvester. My cat.
0: Sylvester should never have a C. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, let's say Sylvester. We'll call him Sylvester for the sake of the story.
1: For the sake of the story, we also do have a cat named Sylvester with a C. So. Basically our cat Going to Mozambique
0: One of the two owners Actually didn't know How to spell Sylvester So then he became Sylvester with a C But anyway I digress As Natasha would say
1: Literally used that term Like twice (laughs) in my life But anyway (laughs) I've already used it once In this podcast So I was just
0: Evening the score I thought it'd
1: be fancy I thought it'd be fancy Maybe
0: we can get A digress leaderboard Up somewhere Who can wield (laughs) the word The most times Weave it
1: in Drink every time Natasha says digress (laughs)
0: Anyway, uh, so Sylvester, he... Indeed. He... He's a bit older than me, I think, but he came from a rural area of Zimbabwe. Uh, I'm sure his family didn't have very much money growing up. And when, and when we
1: say very, not very much money... I mean, probably in, subsistence in the, farming. In the Zimbabwean context, that means...
0: You grow your crops to yeah, feed yourself and... It's
1: really... It's really different from... Not much mm. money in other contexts.
0: It's not like being homeless in in Europe or something like that. It's more, you have a little hut, but you have very little worldly possessions, and you grow your food and mm. maybe sell some down the village if you have enough extra. Mm. Um, but so he finished high school. He couldn't afford to go to college or anything like that, and... He joined the local MDC party, which is the opposition party here in Zimbabwe. And this was probably, 2000, I think he said 2003, he joined. And then he became, they wanted to try and target some more of the youth. Who's uh, they? MDC. Wanted to target, in the lead up to the next election, they wanted to target more of the religious youth groups. And so he was nominated as the preacher at the start of the... So he would actually go out there and start calling out a prayer or something, I guess. I don't really understand exactly how it worked, but I know that he was very heavily involved. And then I think around 2005, back in the Mugabe era where he was getting increasingly aggressive because of his loss of control, I think. Yeah. Um,
1: Just a tip, if you're interested in reading on this topic really recommend the book called The Fear it's specifically um, on Mugabe uh, especially in the lead what up to 2008 and, and how he, pr- how he disappeared of paranoid. people and yeah, exactly. That was, was yeah, exactly increasingly um, paranoid so The Fear definitely check it out
0: Sylvester told me <laughs> that uh, he basically was told by some of the people around that The army would be out, so he had to camp in the forest for a little bit. Uh, His parents stayed in the town; he went and stayed in the forest for a little while. And then a bunch of them actually fled across the border into Mozambique Uh, to Lake Low for a while. They said when he was there, the health system there is pretty terrible. He started to get sick. He wanted to come back, so he came back and came to Harare. Uh, And he managed to get a job as a garden boy because. He had contacts from his dad doing it when he was younger. So he ended up on this house in Harare, and I mean, he's a very intelligent guy, but he was just being used as a garden boy.
1: Can I also just say though, um, like when you're in Zimbabwe, literally like every single taxi driver, um, uh, gardener, you know, housekeeper, as people call them, all have... Multiple degrees and are so extremely educated, and even if they're not necessarily are educated, they have at some point owned their own business. they have, like, just in Zimbabwe, people are so um experienced and it's such an educated nation.
0: Yeah, that was a good thing about Mugai. Maybe we can touch on that at a later point, anyway. Mm.
1: Um, that's a different podcast, yeah, different podcast.
0: episode, <laughs> episode seven. We'll call that one. We'll log it in. If we make it that far, you get to hear about that. So that's a good excuse to hang in there.
1: Back to Sylvester, the garden boy.
0: <laughs> Sylvester, the garden boy, he did not have any degrees because he couldn't afford them when he finished At the school. time. Uh, ended up laying low there for a while. Then then he said he came... So after about a year, he, he stayed as a garden boy for a year. And As a garden boy, you make almost no money. I think you live on the property in a cottage. So he said he... Came to Harari where no one would know him. He really didn't interact with many people for a whole year. He just lived at the back of someone's house. Um, then when, uh, after the year was up, he went back to his rural, rural area.
1: And So he was doing this to hide, right? That was To the hide, part. basically.
0: He went yeah. back to the town and basically the, the CIO agents, which is the secret service. secret service and the army, they'd all left the area. They didn't really give a anymore about any of it, so that was it. So he sort of went back to his life for a little bit. Then, I think at some point, he rejoined the MDC and became leader of the youth wing of that whole whole region. So, I mean, he was quite high up within the political sphere, mm. and this was in the lead up to 2007, so he, he told me that he had met Morgan Svangarai a few times, who was the
1: yeah, need to explain it. So is.
0: Morgan, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Morgan Swangoi was the leader of MDC during those years. He's since died, but from all accounts that I've read of him, he was a tremendous leader, very very good person, uh, and he was his Mugabe's main political rival for a long time. He
1: was he like an early Tendai Biti,
0: something. Uh he worked in they worked together. Tendai Biti oh,
1: okay.
0: was the finance minister in the unity government.
1: Mm, no, I know, and Swangoi
0: mm. was the. Prime Minister, while well, Mugabe was the president. I think that's how that arrangement went. Mm-hmm. But basically then Mugabe just stifled everything. Mm. The, so he took all the powers into his own hands.
1: Mm. And
0: Tsenggara could actually not do much at all. Mm. Um, but he said he met him. He actually said Chamisa would know who he is still today, mm. which was crazy, who's the current opposition leader. And I think he's quite young, maybe 44 years old, something like that. Yeah. Um, so clearly, I mean, he must have been quite prevalent. Well, no, it was
1: just, just a crazy story to be fleeing to Mozambique and then coming back. No, yeah, like, this is just a quote of mine who I was
0: just speaking to today. Laying low for exactly. a year
1: in Harare and then. <laughs> but no does idea. he have any threats against him now?
0: No, so he then, in 2007, that's when he left for good, I think, from the political life, because that was when so the rigged election happened first well, the first election happened where Mugabe lost and then he called it a fake election, had a second one and obviously Sylvester is the leader of the MDC youth
1: <laughs> I was all, I'm just thinking of my cat
0: <laughs> he's the leader of the MDC youth yes indeed <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, he said basically lots of people in the area were getting beaten, like couldn't walk for weeks and stuff like that so he had fled again, uh, and I think he said basically it was terrible. They were staying in the bush, trying to hide. Um, then that that was it. I think after that he left. From I didn't go into enough detail. I missed this part. But then eventually he ended up working construction, mm. and he had zero qualifications, nothing. And he said the good thing about doing that was then he could see. Before he went to college, what he wanted to do, which was become an engineer mm-hmm. or project manager,
1: and he's just about to finish that now, right?
0: He's just about to finish that now. Yeah, he's a very intelligent guy. Um, he so then, but he started. He had no money. He had no yeah. experience of anything other than political affiliations.
1: Uh, I think that's the thing, though, that if you just compare to, I mean, we've grown up in mm. relatively normal Western societies. And you go to straight here, to high school. yeah, but also in both of in both of our countries, we've we've had the, we've had access and opportunity to education, and I know that you had to take a few loans, whatever. But it's just not
0: yeah you know, I mean, comparable. I still have those loans Whereas now. so so many
1: it. people in Zimbabwe have had to fight from nothing, from absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah. So he had to start to be able to pay for his first. So he first went and was on site, and then said I think I could be good with my hands so he did a carpentry um, technical course Mm. I think he said it took two years to become fully qualified carpenter then he kept working as a carpenter started buying his own tools then he could do his own jobs in the part-time to make extra money when he on the weekend say and
1: uh, now he said I have to say that's another thing uh, in Zimbabwe also people who work are still studying. Like all my colleagues are working and then they're doing other degrees in the evenings and weekends constantly.
0: Well he's just about to finish now I think. So then he continued to work to earn money and then I think it must be about 4 years ago now he started his engineering technical degree, oh, it's not yeah. a degree, I don't know, engineer or certificate exactly. Yeah. at a college which Ah, it's amazing. And then he started that, and I think he said in his second or third year of that he met the lady who's mm. now his wife, <laughs> uh, and now we've got a kid, he's just about to finish that, he's working, he's like, I, I've got him, he's directly reporting to me, Yeah, yeah. so he's the head of a site. So it's just a really impressive story.
1: It really is, and there will be more of these stories as we continue. Drinking in the dark. um,
0: Drinking in the dark. That was a better chance, by the way.
1: That was a better chance. All right, everyone, until next time. Hope you enjoyed the episode.